This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet and Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. I'm Nigel Seeley, and I'd like to say joining me is my co-host, tennis sports journalist from uh, from the UK, Mr. Sean Calvert, who has been in red hot form this season, and he continued mm. it again last week with a winner. And Daniel Medvedev did the business at plus three thirty. Um, never usually tip favourites, no. Sean, and you tip a favourite, and he wins in a in an ease, an ease. Easy victory. I, th- I think I've only done it a couple of times this season, and both of them have, have won. The Alcaraz in Barcelona was one, wasn't it? Although he did have to save a ton of match points to get there, and uh, Medvedev, I think, was a little bit, a little bit more comfortable. Um, wasn't you know an e- absolute easy route uh, for Medvedev, but yeah, he won it. I, I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't get Chorich into the final. I get the perfect final, Medvedev against uh, Chorich, but he just ran out of gas didn't he, in the semis. A little bit unlucky there with his uh, the each way eighteen to one. But yeah, winners a winner. I did say, didn't I, last week, I just remember they should be winning that tournament and he should be wanting to win it, and he did it, so fair enough. Yeah, we did question uh, motivation for the, well, I did, uh, for the top. You did, yeah. <laughs> you said no, it, would be, it would be no problem for him. But we go into this week, it's the Rolex Paris Masters. Myself and Sean will be in Versailles, and um, we're going on Tuesday. We'll be there on court on Tuesday and Wednesday, giving you some videos with our match picks, looking forward to that one, Sean. Hopefully, I don't catch yep. that lurgy you've got there. You're right. You sound, you sound yeah, like... I'm not in the I'm not in the best of health. It's probably not the best audio for people to be listening to this with my voice, but uh, it's the best I can do. I'm afraid. Well, let's uh, before we before we talk about your your cold, then let's talk about this week in Paris. It's a good <laughs> tournament. I mean, it's a very good tournament. It's difficult to you know t- to have a really strong opinion because a lot of players are going to be tired after a long year. Motivation's a big question mark. But before we yeah. delve into the draw and break down the the quarters and, and the different brackets. Uh, what kind of conditions are we going to see in Versailles this week in the ATP 1000 event? It's always a bit of a, it's always a, bit of a mystery, Versailles, because they, they, they tend to change the conditions. I mean, they, they do, they change the conditions into hardcore tournaments every year anyway, because they relay them. Obviously, they, they do other things at the Palais Omni Sports throughout the year. Um, it's always on a green set, um, but they do have a, a real habit of tweaking it. It used to be lightning fast, then it went really slow. I think they in previous years the, the previous tournament director Guy Forger he's, he's not doing it anymore. It's our it's our old friend Cedric Pierling, British viewers will probably remember from the Wimbledon final in the nineties. Lost to Sampras, I think, didn't it? One of the mm-hmm. Wimbledon finals. He's a new tournament director, but they tend to change it. And they, in the past, they've tweaked it to favour certain players, as in you know, the, the top seeds. And years gone by, I remember they, they, they tried to tailor it for Federer one year, and he didn't turn up. But Guy Forger was very upset about that. <laughs> but um, I think it's from what I can see from the qualifying, it suggests that it's kind of about a medium pace, around about 80% service holds. All the statistics suggest from the limited data that I've got, that it's 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 pretty much medium. It certainly isn't quick. It, it, I'd, I'd say an average paced um, indoor hardcore is, is what I'd expect uh, this week. 
If you look at the recent winners, one man has dominated this, uh, Novak Djokovic. He's a six-time champion here. And he's won yeah. it, uh, you know, won it like he's the current defending champion in 2021. Uh, Medvedev won it in 2020, and Djokovic won it in 2019. There has been some shot winners, though. Uh, Kacking off uh, Jack yeah. Sock. Uh, uh, Jack Sock, 80 to 1 one year. I had Sebastian Grosjean who won this tour one year as well, a very big prize. Wow, many, 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 yeah, it was a few. That was the last time I bet a winner. So that was that was. Helene was probably still playing then. Wasn't yeah, it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he needed he needed to win. I, mean, I was working in, in as a bookmaker in the, in the nineties, in and he needed to win to get into the the tour season final, and he won. And okay. he was like, I think he was, I think he was eighty to one shot, something like that. It was a very big prize, but it does happen. We, yeah. we go, but it does happen, and we, you know, we talk about motivation players who need to win. And you know, there are a couple of players who need to win because this is the last chance saloon really to get into the finals yeah. in Turin. But in recent mm. years, it has been dominated by the top seeds, the top players, and you look at the betting on it, um, the top players do dominate it. Um, Novak Djokovic is plus one sixty. I'm not quite sure whether I agree. With that price, I'm, you know, we'll come on mm. to that in a little bit. Uh, Medvedev, yeah. obviously, on the back of a win, he's four to one. But when you consider last week in the field that you got, you were betting at plus 330, 100 to 30, four to one in this field. Does it make any value? Alcaraz is 650, an interesting one for me because obviously he's gone off the boil since the US Open success, but he is the number one seed and the third mm. favorite. And Rafael Nadal, who's got a not a very good record in Paris, uh, number two, no. seed, making a comeback. He's 10 to one. Those are the top three. Obviously, the market is dominated by Novak Djokovic. You bet a favourite last week. Are you going to keep that and, and cashed? Are you going to keep that uh, yeah. trend continuing? No, I don't nah, think so. Not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple of times I've done it. That's that's enough, isn't it? I mean, I I, I only do it obviously if I, if I can see. If I just find it hard to, to oppose them. I, last week I just couldn't see anyone that was going to beat Medvedev apart from possibly Sinner in that top half of the draw. Um, and, you know that's how it worked out, but. Um, you, you want to talk about Djokovic? Well, I mean, if you look at the draw, Djokovic is seeded uh, number, what was he, number, number four seed, isn't he, this, this week? No, no, not even that. He's in, six, uh, isn't it? Six seed, yeah. My, uh... Uh, so he's, he's got, he's, he's not going to get yeah, six. The, 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 the kind of draw he wants. He's in the bottom half of the draw, uh, alongside Sina, alongside Ruth, who's the number two. And well, Sitsipas, who is always one that we want to fade, and Nadal. So really, when you consider he's a lowly six seed, the draw hasn't been that bad. The top half, I would argue, is probably a little bit tougher. Alcaraz is the number one mm. seed. He's got Berrettini, Hercas, who both need uh, the points to get into the ATP Tour Championship in Turin. Uh, Taylor Fritz, he's got uh, Auger Aliassim, the man who's in red-hot form. And we suggested last week to back... Auger Aliassime yeah. to win the Australian Open. And that price is, is halved on the back of another tournament with him. Man coming in in huge, huge form. Absolutely on fire, isn't he? He, got that. he, he can't sustain it. Let's start with the top no. half of the draw. Let's, let's look okay. at your, your breakdowns there. Alcaraz mm. interests me at plus 650, but I'm interested in hearing what you have to say here. Yeah, I, th- I just think Alcaraz, not not for me, really. Just not the way he's been playing since the US Open. I've seen nothing from him in these recent weeks that's made me think he's likely to the Buster got to win the Paris Masters. I imagine he'll enjoy the, the few weeks practice on indoor hardcore, get some matches under his belt, and then aim for perhaps the tour finals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't see him winning. I, I think I've, I've gone, well, I know what I've done. I've gone for her cash. Top, I've, do you know what? I've, I've, I've gone for her cash as well. Um, 40 to 1 with Bet Rivers. Yeah, yeah Bet Rivers are the best price in the world, plus 40 to 1. Yeah. And he needs those points to get into Turin. Mm. I mean, a win here will get him through. He has to win it, really. He has to win it, yeah. He's yeah. currently in ninth place in the race for eight places. There's only got three places up for grabs. 
And he's definitely the one. And at 40 to one, I, I think he's got the game to win it. And I also think that the motivation is certainly going to be there. So he's, he's my pick. Yeah. He was my pick as well. I've got one other one as well, which uh, we'll come on to as well. But Hercast was my pick at 40 to one. And same as yours, Sean. Give, 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 yeah. Break it down a I little just, bit more for me. I just think he's been a little bit unlucky in recent weeks. Like he lost to, to my guy, Chorich, um, yesterday in Vienna, final set tiebreak. Also lost in the final set tiebreak to um, team week before, a couple of weeks before. He's lost a few tight matches that he should have won, but he served, he served amazingly well in Vienna. Chorich did really well to win that match. He shouldn't have won it, really. Um, both those two losses, team and Chorich, uh, are matches that Herkaz should have won, but he didn't. Um, but he, he's, he's, got, he's certainly got this, this, the way he's serving, and, and the historically big servers have done pretty well over the years in Paris. I just, I just think he's, he's the standout in a course that's got Andre Rublev, who's not really shown much recently. Um, Rune, I think, is going to be tired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he's just the, the obvious choice. In that and you've got two veterans in there, Varinka and Isna. <laughs> we, we, we thought we were going to be the oldest veterans in Paris, isn't there? And Varinka will give us a run for our money there. Um, so, yeah, Isna's yeah, had a broken wrist as well, so... Uh, Exactly. Well, exactly. So you, you've, you, I, I, I absolutely love that play at forty to one, Herbert Hercas, uh, and <laughs> I have highlighted it before. Um, that motivation is an important factor, and there's those people, these these players who really need the points this week are Rublev, Fritz, Hercas. Uh, you need Yannick Sinner, uh, Karina Bustler. I don't think Sinner can do it now. I think they're out. Can, can, can he? Can he do it? I think if he if he wins it, he goes up to eighth. I think, but I don't think that's. Uh, I think it depends on how Taylor Fritz or Hercats gets on. But I thought if he won it, calculations, it's just Fritz and Hercats that can do it. Oh, okay. I, I was I was under the impression he may do it if he wins, but that that, that goes against my second play because Sinner was going to be my second play at 25, hmm. uh, 25 to one. Not 20. according to my calculations, because Djokovic is in as well, isn't he? As a as a Grand Slam uh, winner. Yeah, oh, that might be one I, I haven't I haven't got it. So I thought that uh, Sinner might be able to do it. Okay, well, good job. I haven't bet that yet. Good job. <laughs> We've got Sh- Sean here to to talk me out of that. And let's look at the bottom <laughs> half, where the one player I can't have is Sinner. <laughs> no, just uh, and let's have a look at the bottom half. We've got Novak Djokovic, we say is the number six seed. Uh, and Yannick Sinner is in it, who uh, has got rather difficult draws in the same section as Djokovic. Marion Cilic, who disappointed yeah. when we expected him to do well recently. Kasper Ruud, I'm not convinced. I know we saw some, we had a couple of tweets from a couple of people who, who follow out uh, this podcast suggesting we, we, we should back Ruud. I think he's done his business this season. I don't think he's. He, I think he did he's say a, that he, he's vulnerable. He said, My game is vulnerable indoors. Mm. It is. And Sitsipas, obviously not. I don't think playing that well at all. Nothing no. to play for. Uh, you got Nadal. not a great record here either. Not a no. record. And Nadal also got not a great record. So <coughs> bottom half of the draw, there must be a potential for someone at a big price to come through and shock everybody. And I'm sure there's one man who'd be able to tell us. And uh, I have yeah. a star next to one man that I think that you will be going with. Okay. And that star <laughs> next to the same man as last week, Borna Courage. I've actually, I've actually gone with Shapovalov. Okay, well, sorry. And again, another mistake. No, I, I, okay, tell us why Shapovalov. <laughs> just think he's been in great form. Obviously, got to the final of Vienna. Um, he said that in the week that he's been playing really loose, um, which he says at the end of the season he's playing loose, and that, that suggests to me that he does suffer a lot of pressure, uh, the stress and, and strain and everything. And, and he, he's not got that at the end of the season, no expectations. Made the final in Paris before. Um, Playing fabulous, I think he's. I think forty to one is, is a decent each way shout. He's got. He's got um, a quarter with Nadal. He's, he's played Nadal really rough before, beaten him before. Um, so I don't think he should really fear anybody. He's beaten Sitsipas several times as well. Um, 
Norrie looks pretty much done for the season. Trent and Buster, you know, not going to scare anybody on indoor hard calls, is he? Um, so if we're, ta- if we're taking out Sitsa Pass and Dahl and Norrie, that course is pretty winnable, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, well, I've, I've gone for courage. So we've, we've gone I just, for I'm just points. worried about his fitness. That shoulder looked a bit dodgy last week in Vienna. He's 35 to 1. I've gone for courage, and we've got Shapovalov at 40. So we, we're both coming again at the same kind of thinking that we think that there's vulnerability at the bottom. You know, Novak Djokovic could turn up and, um, and blast everybody. But these. Yeah, these I mean, my thinking is that, that Sinner might have enough to beat Djokovic, and then it's really open to season, then, isn't it? I mean, the obvious play is Djokovic. He's, he's, he, if you look at that bottom half of the draw and, and think who's going to win, you, you're going to say Djokovic. But at about two point six, is it is it great value? Yeah, not not really for me. So I've, I've looked around for the alternatives, and I do think that that fourth quarter, I, I do think that's winnable for um, for someone like Shapovalov, the way that he's been playing at the minute. He just, as I say, he's, he's playing without pressure, and that's 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 perfect for him, really. And, and, um, I'm, I'm quite happy to take a chance on that prop. So there you go. We've got uh, three picks. Uh, we both agree on Herbert Hercash. I think the incentive is huge for him. And Bet Rivers, who are offering you the best price in the world on him to win the Paris Masters at 40 to 1. Yeah. In the bottom half of the draw, we're going to go for a similar, uh, same price with Sean Shapovalov at 40 to 1. In form, big price, Shapovalov, actually, again, 40s. And I'm going to go for Borna Courage at 35. So there's three players there 40, 40, and 35. Some nice prices. Uh, we think Djokovic will go deep, but at plus 160, we couldn't play. Medvedev mm. at four to one could be exhausted. Alcaraz at 650, big question marks around him. And Nadal, terrible record. And Sitsabas, terrible record in Paris. And they are the players we like on the outright market. Now, let's move on to the matches. And there's some very nice looking games here. Um, what's caught your eye? There's some interesting ones. A couple have caught my eye. Um, but I'd like to hear your ones first. I mean, I'm I'm going to take them on Rude with Fabrinka. Yep. Um, around about 2.55 I think it was um, Bet Rivers the price I saw I just think that's a really tough turnaround for him he's played a ton of tennis he's been, he's been brilliant he's been great you know, no question about his form he's been, he's been excellent since the US Open um, but I think he had a he had a bit of a rough defeat today didn't he in the final to, to Felix over in Basel he wasn't happy about something there was a lot of uh, expletives coming from uh, young Mr Rune's mouth during that uh, final defeat I just think it's a tough turnaround. It's not a million miles away, obviously, from Basel to Paris, but he's played a lot of tennis. He's not going to have any, hardly any time to, to get attuned to the new conditions. And Stan's been playing really well. Mm. I know he's at the, at, the, at the back end of his career now, but he played great last week. Um, his statistics over the last 10 um, matches he's played on indoor hard are really good. Um, I just think that he just might have the edge against Rune in these the particular um, circumstances. The money's actually come for Rune uh, in the build up this game. Yeah, I think people have got sort of looking at his form, and he's mm-hmm. he's again he's another fashionable player, isn't he? Suddenly he's the new kid on the block, and he wants to bet with. Um, yeah. so, but, but fatigue is a problem, and you know he's coming in the back of a final where he, he didn't perform at his best, got very frustrated. And Vavinka, all experienced in the wily old head, could take advantage of him. Uh, a uni, um, Bet Rivers have got him at plus one fifty five to win this game on, on the American odds, which is plus two fifty five in decimal prices. So. Uh, mm. Decent price. Maybe look at the the handicap as well. You look at that. There's a decent handicap. You can bet uh, plus around about two games. So there could be some potential on the handicap as well there. If, uh, or look at Varinka to, to win a set. I'm ha- yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy to take Stan to win the match, to be honest. it's it's um, You do get a decent amount of underdog winners normally in the first round of Paris. 
Uh, it's just trying to find them. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah. Some of them are quite unexpected. Some of them would go against the form. But it's it's all due to it's all due to motivation. Is it? Some some players see this week as just a a stop off on the way to where they're actually going on holiday. So it's 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 not the easiest of weeks to be picking out um, picking out winners in. Uh, certainly not a week to be back in short price favourites. That's for sure. Mm. But um, I think Stan's got a decent chance of that one. And what else has caught your eye, Sean? I think it's a really intriguing match, Andy Murray against Shield Seymour. I think this is going to be Seymour's last ever match. He's retired at the end of the season. This is his last tournament. Um, we've seen it a few times from him this season already. He, he's not interested in playing in the challenges. He's, he's made that perfectly clear. Turned up at the French Open and played great. Didn't knock out Kenya Buster in the first round. Did the same thing in Mets. Turned up and beat Goffin as a big underdog in the first round there. Not saying he's going to beat Murray, but Murray looks pretty short based on what he's actually achieved this, this past sort of it's few based months. based on the head-to-head, isn't it? I mean, yeah, 16-2, I think, the, isn't yeah, it? The head-to-head is absolutely massively... But they've not, played for, they've not played for six years. I mean, these you know they were they were virtually in their prime last time they played these two. Now they can, now they can barely get around the court. But I just 2007 think Simon, was the first time they played 15 years ago. Yeah. So Simon won yeah, it. Simon won it. He must have thought, I can beat this Murray kid. He won easy. Won the first six well, they've got similar styles, haven't they? Just Murray's just better at it. Slightly heavier weapons, but um, Simon's not going to go down without a fight. I could see that being a three setter. I mean, Murray struggles to, to put back to back good sets and good matches together these days, anyway. And Simon's not just going to turn up here and lose. So I just think over games or over sets, I think potentially over sets is probably a good one there. What, what have you seen? Any, what kind of price we get for that? Uh, should be at least at least 64, I should think. Okay, so around about plus 150 over. Two and a half sets. If you want to take Simon to win, last ever game in Paris, you know, you got motivation. He might well to... win it. Uh, yeah, he's going to he... be, he's going to be more motivated than Murray, you would think. Yeah, oh, um, without shout. If he can keep it competitive, the crowd will be absolutely on his side. Plus two sixty. I think it'll be a really good match. Over games, over sets. I, I can't see that being one way traffic at all for him. Let's hope there's really someone we're, we're, we're like, I don't mind watching that game. Oh, mine as well, actually. Yeah, it'd be quite a good little match to watch. I think we'll have a little cheer. We'll be the only French, we're the only English guys or the British guys in the in the crowd cheering for. Uh, for the Frenchman, but uh, now that is tomorrow, seven thirty. So we won't be there. I'm afraid yet. So seven thirty in the evening. Uh, there was a couple of ones that I quite liked. The interest. Sorry, did you have any? Sorry, Sean, did you have any more? Sorry, apologies. Sorry, the, I mean the other one that I, I like is um, a bigger price one. Um, this is to take her cash that we talked about uh, to beat Manorino by two sets to one. Can't see that being an easy game for her cash. He has a tendency of going three sets when he when he ought not to anyway. Um, the Manorino actually beat him, didn't he, at the Australian Open? Was it, was it this year? It started this yeah, year? Yeah. Beat him in straight, straight sets, actually straight beat him sets. comfortably. Mm. Urquhart's actually got a really good record against left-handers. I think he's won 19 of his 24 main-level matches against left-handers. Um, last defeat was, actually, in that match against Manorino. Um, I just think Manorino's not, obviously, French player. He's not going to go out on a whimper here. Um, I, I feel that this is going to be a, a match that Urquhart is going to have to battle to win he's been in decent form recently Manorino you know, that think worries me I mean, that worries me when you, you give you an answer no, he'll win it I just don't think, I just think he won't win but it he, he, he just when he gets into the battle I mean I'm still hurt from the Wimbledon performance from him in, in that game he, when he looked like he was going oh, to be covered and in, yeah and it's still I sometimes think that he, 
you know, I'd rather him win easy. I don't know. I want everyone to win easy. If I'm wrong, then he wins easy and you're happy then. Well, that's well, I don't don't want you to be wrong either. That's what I'm saying. I'm not happy. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be wrong. I want you to be right. If I'm right and you're right, then we're both happy, aren't we? Well, if you're betting over 21 games, I want it to be six, four, seven, five. And then that's quite an easy win as an over cash. I think Manorino has got a decent, at least a decent set. I don't want, what I don't want you to win is I don't want you to win four, six, six, four, Seven six. I don't. I wanted to. I wanted to. You know. You know what I mean. I'm not going to. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what yeah. I mean. I want. I want you to cash. But I want you to be cashing with these. You'll get a decent price on that. It's not. You get at least three to one. I would have thought on that. Okay. Um. So happy to take. Um. Happy to take the big price on that. Okay. Let's. Uh, let's. Uh, I, this is one interesting game that really interests me from a really funny perspective. Is the two players who are completely out of form, that's Schwartzman and Cressy. I mean, if you look at these two, I mean, two people... I did think about Schwartzman in this one, actually, because I'm not sure about Cressy at the minute. Well, uh, this is, if this was exactly... If you, this is, this is the term that um, football teams put their espadrilles on when it comes to the end of the season. These two guys have had their espadrilles on since the US Open. They've had the beach towels on, they're ready for the break. Uh, it's strange for Cressy, though, to do that, because it, it, indoor hard should be somewhere where he has a, a reasonable chance. I mean, you can see him doing that during the clay, clay swing, absolutely, for sure. He shouldn't. He shouldn't really be doing it in indoor hard, should he? Well, the, I think some of the performance I've seen him this. I season, think he's just tired. He, he did play a lot of tennis. That's what I think. That's that's what that's what I, I think. Schwartzman's just got a little bit old and just got a bit leggy over the years, and I think Cressy's yeah. just got very very tired. But it's Schwartzman's Norton six in the last six and uh, hasn't won a game on indoor hard the, uh, indoor courts this year. And Cressy's Not a great record here either. Cressy's one and six, and uh, I, I wanted to oppose Cressy, but. Um, I was, I was. That was questionable. That one, I, I thought that's an in-play match. If you watch that game, see how it starts, see them how the motivation and have a been in play. But I was looking at Schwartzman. Yeah, I definitely won't back Cressy that price. I did, I did think that was a bit short. Yeah, and the other ones I like were two favourites. I know we don't really like betting favourites, but another player that I watched uh, in recent weeks because I, we, I, we, I bet him to win the tournament is Tommy Paul, and I, I think that he's ready for the end of the year. Um, his performance yeah. against Dominic Team. He got back in the game and thought he's going to win this, but then he just sort of ran out of gas. And in Stockholm, he didn't play very well as well. So, and I very think poor it, record against Bautista Agut as well. Yeah, well yeah, exactly. And I thought Bautista Agut um, at minus, I thought it was minus one thirty six, um, was a decent play. He's, you know, he's, he's played three times. Mm. They've won. He's won every single match against him in straight sets. Uh, the same of, score, wasn't it? All of them six three six four. Or all of them six three six four. Everyone yeah. six three. Six, I did look into the stats on this one. Actually, Tommy Paul's only held serve sixty one, sixty one percent of the time in those three matches. I know two of them were on clay, um, but still, I mean, it's it's a. If it carries on the way it has done previous meetings, there's only going to be one winner. Paul's going to have to do something different, um, or just increase his level considerably because it's on the bare statistics. You know, RBA is at his number easily. There was one. What, what about what? Are, I thought you might have mentioned uh, Mulcan against Gasquet. I thought Gasquet looked. I know he's he's French. He's got a lot of support, but I thought <laughs> yeah, like, minus two dollars. I couldn't. I couldn't be making a case for Gasquet at that price. No, nah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced about Mulcan either. Um, there's a lot of these these matches. There's a lot of very tricky looking ones. I mean, Gasquet. You would think this will probably be his last Paris Masters, won't it? Mm. He hasn't, I don't think he's actually said he's retired. I don't, I don't think he is. Well, he hasn't said he is anyway. Um, so we may have one more in him, but he, he should, he should be able to. He's been playing well actually, Gasquet recently. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Mulchart won. I'm just not. I'm just not wild about it. I was looking at the games. I was looking at games angle there. I was thinking that Mulchart can make it difficult. I thought Gasquet. Oh yeah, probably really short at at minus two dollars. It'll probably be a bit of an up down one. So we've got we've got tickets for the second day evening session. Hasn't come out yet. We might might see Hercus Mandarina. They might put that on in the evening. We might watch that. Um, well, I'll, I'll go for a beer while the first two sets are on, and then I'll come back for the final set. Uh, no, no, I'll go for the beer, and you text me. It goes back to the final, and then, <laughs> then we'll come back. That's, that's much better. It's much better suggestion. I'll come back at six all on the third. But, but perfect. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so give us yeah, that would be give us some interest in that. So there you go. There's the matches. Uh, some very very interesting matches. Some very very close looking matches, and also very difficult matches from betting perspective, as Sean said. Uh, yeah, favourites have a very poor record here at the Paris Masters. It's a real, real uh, competition. You need to really tread very, very carefully with motivation. In the first round, certainly. Very, yeah. very much so. Uh, but we both agree on Herc has to win it. We think that he's going to be absolutely motivated. And we think the 40 to 1, the best price in the world with Bet Rivers, is well worth taking, as long as a host of first round matches there. Um, before we move on, I'm just going to break down. It's, a, it's the WTA women's. Uh, championships as well. Um, I know it's something that you, you're not really uh, yeah over in really Fort Worth, fo- isn't it? It's over in Fort Worth in Texas, where um, the guys at Bet Rivers actually asked us to fly, invite us over to go and watch it, which is very very kind of them. But unfortunately, we're, we're in Paris. But um, two groups: uh, the Tracy Austin group, uh, the Nancy Ritchie group, and the Tracy Austin group. There's Igor Schrontek, Coco Koff, Karen Garcia, and Dara Kazakina uh, in Nancy Ritchie group. On Jabir, Jessica Pegula is in quite good form. Maria Sakari and Arania Zabalenka. I think there's every single time I come on here uh, talking about women's tennis, I always have to, I always Sabalenka. for Sabalenka, but I'm not going to yeah. today. So you, I think she's got a chance in her match. Um, I think she's got a decent chance. You've fallen match. out with her now. I, I mean, we're done. We're done. I've given her too many. So but I think I think Jabir's, what I saw of Jabir recently, she looked, what an incredible season she's had, but she's looked very leggy. And I think Zabalenka may have her number at plus 114 in that match. But um, the other player I think is a fade is Caroline Garcia. She's had an absolutely incredible season. Um, sort of mm. the US Open run she had, where she was played some brilliant tennis, where she actually smashed Coco Golf, blew her off the court. Um, but since then, she's peaked, I think, for the US Open, and she again looks a fade for me. And again, it's not original. It's not an original pick here. But Igor Svantec is is head and shoulders above everybody else on the women's game at the moment. And if this was uh, a Serena Williams playing at the way that she, the level she's been playing, or if this was uh, an Azarka or someone, it was a little bit more fashionable. I know the court, they might look at it. They think she's a clay court player, but she plays and she won it, the U S open in great ease, but to get plus money for her to win it, I think is, um, is, is a big price. She's plus one twenty. If they, you know, she, in my opinion, she should be minus 120. I think they get plus 120. I know it's not original, but I think she's a bet. If you like what someone else, conditions I, like that, then is it? Do gonna, know it's it's going to be fast, it's going to be quite fast, but it's okay. not medium to fast. I mean, I, I, I'm only reading what I've, I've said about the court and the positions, but I don't mm. I haven't seen any matches. But I don't think, I don't think it matters what court she plays on now. I think she's got so much confidence and she's number one so far ahead of everybody else. I think she thinks she can win in on anything at the moment. I think she's that good. Um, and the, the US Open success given her, just shows you how far ahead she is of everybody. Uh, she's plus 120 to win it, which I like. Peg Gitter is plus five. I mean, the one thing about Peg Gitter, she's she's very flaky. I know she's playing in, 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 in front of some home support, but that, that may not help her. I don't think that helps her at all. She's five. <laughs> Jabir is plus six feet. Goff is seven. I mean, Goff is, again, she doesn't really... 
Got a lot of pressure on their young shoulders. Zabalenka at eight, Garcia nine, Sakari at 10, and Kazakina at 20. So when you look at it, the in-depth, it's not much really for Sean uh, Tech to win it. So I, th- I think she's the bet here. The other thing that Bet Rivers have, if you go to the website, they have some specials. So each player, it will show you where they're going to go. Winner, make it to the semifinals, final, or group stage, uh, the stage of elimination. So there's some quite interesting ones on there to have a look at. But uh, that is going on at the same time. The tennis season is coming to an end. Uh, myself and Sean will be in Paris next week where we will be doing uh, some live videos and some live betting content, giving you the best bets on the day on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Sean, the voice holds up, which is questionable. Well, it's, I, I can, I can, I, you can, you can write them down and I'll, I'll ask, I'll do the, I'll do the speaking for you. Apologies for my croaky voice. It was going a bit there. Sorry. You, 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 you've been no problem. You didn't even notice it at all. Um, Sean, anything else you want to add? Any, any sort of, any information, any stats you'd like to look of this week? I think we'll probably come on to them when we get there. Um, I think we've, we've kind of covered the, the, the main um, crux of it uh, in terms of the conditions and stuff. I think as far as the, the, the sort of motivation factor is concerned, I think from what I can tell, I think Fritz and Hercash are the only two that could really kind of crash the party, if you like, of Turin. So I think that that's certainly something to bear in mind. Um, and they, and if, if the draw goes well, I think they clash at each other. I think they meet each other. I think they meet each other. Is it Hercash and... No, they don't. I got that wrong. Sorry. No, it was Sinner. I was looking at the other half of the door. Well, they're both in the top. They're both at the top half. So, obviously, only only one of them can um, can progress, can't they, to the final? So, it could be. It could be a playoff. It could be. They could make it to the um, semis, the semis couldn't they? Yeah. So it could be. It could be a Fritz Cash playoff for for, for Turin, Technically, that would be. That would be what a great ground that will be. Um, thank you, everyone, for watching last week. We had an unbelievable amount of uh, watchers on of viewers on the on the YouTube channel and lots of downloads as well, which saw us rise up to number three on the podcast charts, on the Apple podcast charts for tennis, which is an unbelievable achievement when you consider we've only been doing this for six months. So thank you very much for your continued support on that and uh, your downloads and all your nice comments. Uh, You can reach out to both myself and Sean at our Twitter handle, which we share with all the other fantastic handicappers on the Bet Rivers Network, which is at Because We Win. And if you want to reach out to Sean personally, you can follow him on Twitter at Sean. At Sean Calvert one, or you can follow me at Celia underscore Nigel. You can give us uh, any message there if you want to ask any questions or any tips or anything like that. Feel free to to reach out on us. Uh, also, please subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network on YouTube. Uh, some great content there. The football at soccer leagues are uh, coming to an end at the moment across Europe because there's a big thing happening in about a month's time. The World Cup. What's that? Uh, oh yeah. We, uh, the, yeah it's, just, it's just a little tournament over in Qatar, which uh, we started in a month's time. But uh, there's going to be some great content on that and all the lads uh, involved on the soccer content are ready preparing for some fantastic future shows. We give you all the best advice on that as well. Sean, thank you very much as always. I know you've got your sick bed to come here. Appreciate oh, yeah. it as always. And I'll see you bright and early at 5 a.m. It is, it is bright and early as well, isn't it? Yeah, five. I think it's 5 a.m. Meet you at uh, St. Pancras Station. And we get the, I think it's something like that. I think it's something like train's, that. The train's not till 7. Um, I think you've got me at 6. So 6 again, 6, 6 a.m. Uh, meet you at 6 a.m. And yeah. uh, the clock's go back and forward. I, I'm getting just, confused. Just don't record a video at 6 a.m. That's, that's, that's no, my advice. No, no, we won't be doing that. But uh, thanks very much, Sean. Take care. I get some throat lozenges and hopefully you'll be in shape for Tuesday. Take care, everyone. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.